I've had the hangovers of a 40-year-old man for most of my life. What the fuck is going on? Did you, so I sent you the music link. Did you have a chance to check it out? Because I know you were busy today. Uh, yeah, I did. No, I listened to it a couple of times, actually. Okay, cool. First time, I'll, I confess, I started listening to it when I was lying down, and then I just <sighs> fell asleep. Uh, no, I had a snooze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. I'm actually hoping. Yeah. So like, but it wasn't, it wasn't the music. It was just I was exhausted. I do want to eventually have somebody just be like, I didn't like it at all. And then like try and have a conversation for an hour with that person about what they just listened to. Okay, so I went into this piece of music thinking that, of course, I want to like it because I'm generally optimistic as a person. And, uh, and then I started exploring, actually, I was, I was thinking even before I started it, right? But first off, you doing this is, uh, is fascinating because we discuss music like we dissect music, you know, like oh, this band is, you know, does this, and you know, who's the best, you know, percussionist, and uh, you know, the, the greatest bands of all time, and like you know, party music versus relaxing music. But I think music is just one of those things that it's always a personal experience, even when you're at a concert, right? Because like your whole life informs you of how you're going to feel by something that is, you know, that comes upon you, like just like like music. You know, you could be an individual with 10,000 people in a, in a stadium and still your experience is going to be different than everybody else's. The only thing you'll have in common is the musicians on stage. And, um, and I was trying to think, well, this is the first time I've ever actually talked about music giving me a feeling because that's uh, when this whole when I hit play on the, uh, on the recording, I was like, oh, I was immediately struck with the feels. And the, and the only time I really feel like I get immediate feels is like soundtrack music in a movie, you know? Just that underscoring, I go, oh, I think I should feel this way now because the music is prompting that. And I was looking for a title to the track to see if it could inform me of anything. But I, I, you know, I didn't find that information. So now I'm going into this completely uh, <laughs> naked, like blank mind. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to, to, to see if there was, see if there was something, uh, something there. I've got a dog scratching in the back of the floor in the background. She's a puppy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep that. Like that's that's darling. I think that's gonna stay in. So when I played the track, it was like immediately I was like it was like a punch in the in the in the eardrums. I was just like, what is what's happening? It was like a full immediate sound with my headphones on. I thought immediately like a spaceship arriving at an orchestra or the orchestra uh, or uh, sorry, uh, uh, the the stereo inside a spaceship, right? Does that? <laughs> Out, going oh yeah this is really good good sound but then i heard the uh what sounded like a heartbeat like that that you know that little drumming you know say like, oh and it took my mind into a place of like this is uh in the womb and and then so then now this is playing out of my head that this is a moment of of of, uh, of a child before it's born you know and then there's like in a few moments later the music got very violent it felt and like in the process of birth is a violent process, right? Just that whole being thrust out of the birth canal and you know, and people grabbing you and your umbilical cord being cut, and then supposedly you're spanked. And next thing you know, you're just like, Welcome to the world, you're like, ah. And then now, 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 then you got this baby was born, and then it, you got kind of this like, ah. And there's that lyric in there, um, you don't know. So that comes like, 
shortly after, it's like, I don't know anything. It's like the ignorance of like a child into the world. Like, who are these people? Like, what is going on? Like, just taking all this information in. It just, and then now I'm going along this this mental journey of 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 life. And, and the track was a little bit longer than I expected. And I was like, oh wait, how long? How long is this? And it was like a little. So now it's playing out like a movie, which is great. So I have some time to think this out. Uh, there's this like rhythm of like like around like that in the nine minute mark there was a thing all of a sudden it's like fucking chaos happening and uh that is either uh childhood or like just starting to walk and then there's this haunting lyric there <laughs> i think around the same time and then it kind of falls down from there and then that was that now now later in there does it say something about a dog um, you mean like in the actual song lyric yeah. The end, yeah because i hear this i hear <laughs> i hear and again i'm surrounded i got a new puppy with my dog and I'm going I hear like something about I am a dog and uh, you, you don't know that and uh, that I'm your prisoner yes I'm a dog and I'm your prisoner I'm like oh my god my dog is my prisoner this whole story is actually the birth of a puppy not a person when it's a puppy going through life and taking those first steps and it's like and I am a prisoner it's like I am your prisoner it's like oh my god my dog is my prisoner right and they just live with us out of Stockholm syndrome and love us <laughs> And then that's, that's, uh, that's like, it was like, wow. And I, I want to give my, my animals a little bit of a, of a pet after that, but then they're being jerks. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, like, yeah, I, I'm not going to correct anything that you, you, you took that to a significant, like uh, a more madcap degree. I didn't hear anyone like take, take the life of the song into a literal approach yet. Um, yeah, you know, when I hear instrumental music, I often, uh, I often, I do think of a of a storyline. I enjoyed classical, and I still enjoy classical music. Mm-hmm. But uh, so much classical music is good on the surface, and you hear it going, "Oh yeah, that is you know joyful and upbeat." But when you read like the liner notes, a lot of classical music is a narrative. You know, it's a it's a it's theater of the mind if you actually know the backstory, right? Okay. And you can look at you can look at a song through its literal meaning, like that. St. Stephen's in the field, you know, and you know, and there he is, and the, and the birds and all that. And you can kind of see like the journey this person is going on, uh, or you can just listen to some great music, you know. That's uh, you know, pick any artist, uh, or you can also imply uh, or apply the um, the journey of the musician, like where you know where was Mozart at this point in his life, you know, you know he's three and a half years old and he's probably working on his fortieth uh, concerto. Uh, you know. <laughs> Giving him too much credit, but the uh, yeah, and you go, oh yeah, this is this is this 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 point in their development, and now you start thinking about your own point in life at, at that juncture, and I don't know, it can uh, it, there's always layers to instrumental music because you have yourself, you can inform yourself of what you want to hear, then you can also add to it. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this around and ask what was the journey for yourself like where were you at when this music came to life uh well this song is quite old um, okay considering uh how long it would take to put an album together and throw it out right it's at least 2018 i think 2017 essentially wow. that first ep um that we put out uh at the end of 2019 while I was mixing that one the year before. Did this track, this track didn't make it on that album? No, no. We were 
I think we had put out a version of this song um, with a video that that Eli actually directed that his sister starred in. And it was a really nice, very like moody, calm piece. He had felt, uh, I'm speaking on his behalf, but some like, do. the lyrics made him think of like a ghost or a lost loved one. I think lyrically at the time, I had one thing that I started doing was just write, if I ever had a sentence that I thought I could do something musically with, like a, a couple of words, I would have like an app on my phone and jot it in there on its own. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll have that with a, a certain melody or rhythm in mind, um, in which case I would do that and then also try and hum it into a voice memo my memory is shit like it, if I come up with a melody and I don't put it into a voice memo it's gone in a couple of hours and I'm frustrated yeah, um, you're talking to a choir here my friend <laughs> yeah like the phrase like I, um, I'm a door that you keep closed or I'm a door ah, I heard I'm a dog <laughs> that's, no, that's okay you keep thinking that like it's, it's wholesome uh, but that and I cut my words up and reassemble. Like it just felt like you, uh, the lyrically, you could be an idol or you could be singing towards an idol, you know, like an icon or something. But uh, this was a political piece. It was just very angry at sort of mm-hmm. having a a sense of undeliverable promise. Um, and then musically, it was a chance for me to actually record something on my piano, which I hadn't done yet. Like I have a a lo- not a loner it was a banged up like apartment piano that some dudes i used to work with they were all moving out and they were going to curb a piano so we have it and uh any song that has a piano has this like slightly out of tune um not very well mic'd piano that that was the first recording that i had done with it for me that's a way to learn is trying to write something yeah that's like a philip glass kind of thing I don't know a lot of Philip Glass. I thought he was the one who did, uh, I might be thinking of a different guy, but the one who like layers pianos and they use a lot of his stuff for like credit card commercials about like families in Bosnia. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on to my uh, realm of uh, musical expertise. <laughs> Completely. Go ahead, man. Was this song or this track a... Uh, did this come together like did it form itself all in one sitting or was it something that you piecemealed together over time mm-hmm. uh i think the the main like four lines i mean uh, the four lines are sung over like 30 seconds but uh, i guess they would constitute the verses um that was written down in the span of five within five minutes maybe like slightly edited for another two, but that part came together very quickly. The piano and melodic element um, was a lot more challenging just because I'm mm-hmm. trying to piece together chords and rhythms uh, for an instrument. I don't particularly know how to play that well. I just like the timber of it. And uh, you know, like if you get a piano, a very simple piano piece and put like, synths or guitar like w- weirdly affected guitars or 
um, off time drums, it can sound very grandiose uh, with those those odd textures. It can sound very. I like to pretend I know stuff about music, and you know my friends who are much more, you know, much more well versed in literature and uh, uh, driving and golf, <laughs> like get like slightly impressed and a little bit annoyed like just as long as you walk that fine line um yeah. whereas like a gearhead or an audiophile think i just sound like a fucking moron and i'm cool with that uh, okay i yeah. find it fun um but yeah, uh, i have no problem showcasing my ignorance <laughs> yeah, yeah it's great Probably that's why i've never been able you just keep talking and talking i just <laughs> Which is on to me to say. Yeah, I had you on for a fucking reason, man. Yes. Um, question, um, which I've forgotten. Uh, yeah. So why did that? So the 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 lyric the refrain comes in late. The refrain comes in midway through, like around like the six minute mark. Because I, I did take notes when I was listening to this for my audio experience, and then again it later helps, on. It helps me. Yeah. Yeah. And then around like the 13 minute mark, we get, um, or sorry, the, the 11 and a half minute mark, we start hearing what I thought was I am a dog, uh, which is which is not what it was. <laughs> but it, it was I am a door. The, uh, the, so there's just two moments. There's just those two moments. So it, gives, it gave my brain a bit of a, a, a lot of freedom still, which was nice to just really enjoy the journey. Right. Yeah. I wasn't forced to define my experience through the parameters of you know lyrics yeah. now, is that intentional or is it it's just how you felt like what was to an that? extent you know like some episodes that have the feature elements of feature of finished songs will have a bit of vocal over it if it kind of like works within the same mood or the same mm-hmm. kind of tone but I've generally tried to just build around the air of the song that's focused. So in this case, this song is called Remote. It's what the episode will be titled. Um, and I've used that refrain, you don't know that, um, on another song. It's, it's a refrain that I've used in that actual recording of it is not in the same key. It's in a, I don't think anyway. Um, it's from, it's from that other song, which is much more aggressive and obviously darker sounding than the one at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one's still being worked on. So I, in the beginning, I was very melancholy yeah. insofar as like going, ah, everything I do creatively is done. Because my year of 2020 started off uh, gangbusters insofar as like I did, uh, you know, two TV shows and a commercial and I was uh, on hold for another commercial. And then the following week is like when the pandemic, you know, the lockdown was like the 20th that was, it was going to shoot and was it? 25th, something like that, within that week. And it then everything was canceled. And so I was like, oh, well, they're still going to hold. They didn't know what was happening. And then it just came to an end. Like I never heard anything. 
uh, things weren't being shot. So, you know, comedy clubs and theaters were closed. So the creative outlets were shut down. And so I was just like sitting at home, March, April, just kind of like, ah, you know, it's too cold outside to do anything, locked in an apartment. And so it took me a while. I worked over the summer and then um, that kind of numbed my uh, myself. And only recently, so I've started working on my house uh you know you know painting and doing floors and plumbing and changing the bathroom and, and i've had some time with myself so i've been uh i've been feeling a little bit more creative because i think i'm you know i'm working with my hands uh so it's like actually creating stuff you know yeah like but uh i'm also i feel like ideas are just returning to me and it might be you know the sunlight and uh you know renewed optimism of the season that is also part of that I feel like I'm just kind of like coming a little bit out of a, a year long, I don't know, I wouldn't say a hiatus, but like almost in a cocoon. I could join the, the chorus of every artist, uh, stand-up, uh, thespian, uh, musician who've been denied stage time and now taking it to the, uh, the airwaves of the internet. I think in the time that it took me to put this together and probably release it, like a billion new ones have come out. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to do something creative online, you got to do it for yourself. It was it was a self taping essentially is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've been uh, it's been slowly introduced over the last few years, and now it's you know obviously commonplace to uh, self tape. I found it difficult after a while because it just brought far more self-awareness than I've had previously. So I stepped back from that. I had a lot of anxiety just being on Zoom mm-hmm. um, because I, I was able to see myself in the little corner camera, right? Because it's not, it's not natural to look at yourself as much as, you know, this, this whole you know, digital interfacing has been, you know, where you can see yourself on screen. Yeah. So I, I had, to, I had to, to get rid of that so I could appreciate just interacting one-on-one. Right, which is why I really enjoyed with the live auditions because, you know, even though you're playing to a camera in an audition room, uh, there is another life form in there that just it, I felt as always bringing more light, it brought more life energy to my work, and that's important. But then at the same time, it's a very cathartic process to be sitting down when I write. But part of that writing process is uh, I do at times I do think of of the audience and going, oh, you know, if I enjoy this. How are they going to react to it? And it, it just offers me a little bit of life levity. And I think it's my returning to writing as of late. And this is how I've been handling my art uh, recently as I've been coming out of this cocooning is um, it's, uh, it's been not as much thinking about the audience. I, I think I'm just, just dumping stuff out. And now I'm going back and going, oh, this is what I'm enjoying, right? And I'm gonna try and see how that works um, going forward because I haven't had a chance to really, you know, apply any of my craft again in the last little while. Um, you know, I'm, I'm living in Hamilton. I'd be commuting to Toronto. And uh, after a few years of doing that, man, like I just started hating the commute. So that's something I've like, I knew that, but I didn't realize how much I hated that. Right. But I, it used to also excite me a long time ago. Oh yeah. And so now that, I rarely go to Toronto. The city is now kind of like, gets me excited to go there. I'm looking forward to like when the stage 
is open again to safely go about and see what happens when we get there. And I always kind of thought of it as interpretive more so than creative, um, which I understand to be kind of condescending when you talk to an actor. You're like, yeah, pff, yeah, creative. Uh, no, I don't think that's wrong because you really you are interpreting. I, I think there, there's some validity in that totally. You're, you're interpreting someone else's words when you're doing someone's script as to how you would do it. And you, the idea is you own it and you become it. So you actually become it. You know, you're always. It's never, you can, you're just a, you know, showing qualities of yourself through other people's work is uh, in words as you would think it would happen. So yeah, I don't think you're wrong in that. No. What problems does this person have? What tragic flaws do they carry? What humor do they have? And you can only, you can really interpret that from watching other people going, oh, that's how I would interpret that behavior or ideas or if you have experiences in your own life you can of course apply that i think it's more authentic to do that um but then that that process is that's far more rigorous but you can put your own spin on it and um and your own feel and that that's great that works that's uh you know someone says hey keep that that's wonderful but now also when i'm working when i'm doing my own work that is the greatest challenge because the accountability is on me and unless of course i actually have people to be accountable to, I greatly struggle. Why I do enjoy stand-up because, you know, you can come up with some ideas, you can try them out on stage, you know, that night or in a few hours or, and then, you know, get immediate gratification as to whether this is working or not or something you can continue pursuing. But if it's like a, you know, a one-man show, better have a team of people, I feel, uh, to be in your corner to, again, make, you, make me accountable to get the work done. And actually to question my work you know, because there's, you know, I don't really think, uh, I might not always challenge my ideas. So is that, is that a greater challenge for you to like feel as though you're giving up your own work to say a director or to, a, you know, like your, your team, so to speak, or is it um, something that you feel more or less you need? I need, and I think, yeah, it is a, it is a greater challenge, but it also that challenge so if there's something you believe in man you'll fight for your ideas and yeah. that i think is very important if you can't fight for your ideas if it's not an idea worth defending then it's perhaps not an idea worth using so then cut it like, correct me i'm wrong i don't imagine you would come up with a bit in 30 seconds think that's gold and then like move on to the next thing that may happen on occasion but like at least yes. from the stuff that like i've worked on and you and I have talked through in the past and a lot of the other artists that I, I know you, you spend so much fucking time working and trying to like edit something around this idea that you're really gripping onto that like that's part of why you're fighting so hard for it is that sense of defense you know like you it's your idea you you worked into it you put like a lot of your life and that's that's where the that sort of defensiveness, that ego can come out is like somebody says, you should cut this. 
and they're objective and they're right to say so. But it's mm-hmm. a significant challenge to just hear that and and recognize like just because I worked on it doesn't mean it's brilliant. Just because it's getting cut doesn't mean my the time that I spent working on it, working around it, uh, was in vain. I think it's very important to challenge ideas, much like uh, you know listening to this uh, this music. This is a challenge. Like you put forth a challenge. I'm kind of curious what it's like for yourself to hear people talk about your music. Oh, sometimes it's fun. And I feel like the stuff that I've worked on the last few years, it's been a bit more fun. Um, mm-hmm. Like when I was uh, younger and trying to make more accessible music, more mm-hmm. indie rock flavored stuff, um, anything I've done now is significantly more interesting or stronger or honest. You know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to be emotionally honest or vulnerable or naked, but it can also just be, I want to hear something that sounds like this, or I enjoy how this is sounding, this intrigues me. Um, and to hear, you know, like a friend say that they found it terrifying or that, you know, like it's mm-hmm. hilarious to me to hear like a lyric I had written with a sense of cynicism in mind and hear a friend think I am a dog is the is the word is right like when we're younger and we're just first doing stuff you know everything is brilliant and perfect and then you listen to an old recording and you go oh man like what was I doing or man you know that was good for the time but I've grown so much I better understand you know myself and you know it's fortunate if you have like a sound that is commercial and you're making millions Wow, that'd be awesome. But in all truth, you could possibly still do that. You just need to find that audience to connect with because I think there's a sound for everybody. I mean, yeah, so you've got like that kind of positive, <laughs> op, you know, optimist kind of approach to it. I appreciate, you know, I know you, but, um, you know, like I, I can laugh about it. I think now that I've had enough time, but if it was, if, if I listened to it tomorrow after not thinking about it for the past eight years, then yeah, I'd probably be like embarrassed, but like, I put this shit out into the world. It should have yeah. flushed. I think the only way to redeem yourself in that situation is to put out more so that the, the new shit covers up the old shit until eventually everybody goes, that's good shit. I didn't shit myself and I did not stick my head in my own shit, thankfully, so. Yes. I would like to toast to the journey. Yeah, may we all be discovering ourselves along the way. Cheers. And uh, to your dog. (laughs) It was a challenging morning.